Check out HelloVanessaMedia.com. Check out store.HelloVanessaMedia.com. Subscribe on Rumble, YouTube, follow on podcasting platforms, and LinkedIn. Hello, my name is Vanessa, and today's video slash podcast is going to be about basically uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, I believe it's called, ADA. And in fact, I have a couple of screens that I'm going to be sharing. Yeah, Americans with Disabilities Act. So that's what's going to be about. Um, and it's going to be that way because, you know, I've had the misfortune of living in rural North Carolina off and on for many years now. I'm back living in rural North Carolina for now, but not forever. At this point, I just dream of leaving rural North Carolina as soon as possible, which isn't soon enough. And, um, you know, it, it, the reality is discrimination's rampant in America. It just is. And, um, some people understand that better than others. And there's many types of discrimination. It's not just one time, but there's many types. There's some are protected under federal law and some under certain state laws and some are not. In fact, I just know that there are many types of discrimination in America that are perpetuated that aren't even protected underneath a certain kind of law. And, you know, I'm always amazed because it seems like there's countless lawyers willing to take cases whenever somebody has a fender bender from a car accident, let's just say, but aren't nearly as enthused about taking the same number of cases involving civil rights violations. And that in and of itself is a problem. And that's why I've started making a lot of videos about law school and stuff like that, because I am aspiring to attend in the future at some point. We know enough lawyers and enough people in the legal industry that are interested in, in advancing the cause of civil rights, which are just basically rights guaranteed to citizens inside of a civilized society. And too often people are having their lives, their employment, their their home situation just destroyed because of discrimination all across America in these different communities. I know as a fact, my own direct experience, that rural North Carolina discrimination it's a thing it's real multiple different types of it i've dealt with it directly i'm dealing with it now in fact that's reality and so it's really important to basically know the laws or know where to find information you know north carolina i am not familiar with the state laws here hardly at all i'm really not um i need to learn more about the local laws and it's really, for me, just pretty, feels really overwhelming because even though I have a general idea of kind of like where to find the information, like I don't at the same time, I'm kind of lost in the sauce. But no matter whether you go to state number one, state number five, state number 20, the federal laws remain the same as people go across those states, right? Whereas the state laws don't. I mean, one state, state number one could have a law, law A, and then state number five could have no law pertaining to that issue or a totally different type of law. And so I find it so confusing and just bewildering how different all the states are with their laws. And it's just, every state is different. There's no perfect state, but in my opinion, some states are definitely more prone to discrimination than others. Um, in my opinion, based on my direct experience and observations over the last number of years, North Carolina is definitely one of the states 
that's more prone to discrimination, all of its hideous forms than some of the other states. I've lived in multiple states in the U.S. In fact, more than I can remember at this point due to military situation. And um, North Carolina is the most discriminatory state that I've ever lived in in my entire life. Rural North Carolina, I've never experienced the level of hostility, the intensity of discrimination as what I've experienced in rural North Carolina off and on throughout these years. Now, the neighborhood where I currently live is okay, but the larger community that I live in right now, Harnett County, North Carolina, is not. The government is very hostile, and I don't trust it at all. I don't believe the Harnett County, North Carolina government is trustworthy as a whole from my direct experience, um, and certainly does not represent my interest on any level whatsoever. Nor do I really see it ironically representing kind of the larger, greater interest of the community either. And so I have a lot of thoughts about that. It's like, well, is that because of low voter turnout? Because it is super low. I think it's around like less than 20% in these local elections, which means that about more than 80% aren't participating. And thus, how much, how well are they really represented is a question I have. Is what the government's actually doing representing the interests of the people of Harnett County, North Carolina as a whole is highly debatable, highly debatable based upon all the research I've done since I've come back into the community here recently. So um, Americans with Disabilities Act found this really cool website. I'm going to go ahead and get back to, and this right here is the, um, Website, it's basically a part, I think, of the U.S. Department of Justice, if I'm not mistaken. And this is, yeah, it says right here, U.S. Department of Justice, Civil Rights Division, Disability Rights Section. I didn't even know they had this section. And this is the older version of the website. And then they have the newer version here, which I'm going to show you too. And so if you scroll like right here, it has basically kind of like a table of contents of the ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act. And then it goes into it. So I think it's awesome they make it so accessible, but also find it super confusing um, as, you know, because it's like there's the law and then there's the work, having a working knowledge of the law and then trying to figure out how it applies to certain situations. And that can become really bewildering very quickly. Um, it looks like this was updated February 2020 based upon the date here. And so I'm going to go ahead and get to the beta site, which I'll go ahead and show you in just a section. It's checking it here. Um, here we go. So this is the beta site. So this site is really nice um, and new. And I see basically the U.S. government, the federal level, having these really nice looking websites that are more modern and more accessible and user-friendly than what I've seen in the past. Um, they also have an ADA information line. I tell you, I'm like not likely to ever call this number and ask questions because anything with the federal government, quite frankly, the government in general, but especially the federal government, I mean, I just, whenever I've tried to call a federal number, I never have success with getting through typically at all or getting any kind of assistance with information I'm looking for typically. So I'm like highly skeptical about this, about, you know, 
how helpful it is. If you can get reach anyone, I don't know. I've never called. I don't plan to call. But here you have um, this really nice cover. I really love this. And, you know, it goes into some different, it looks like almost like blog type articles that they've posted here. Um, Trying to scroll back. It says, algorithms, artificial intelligence, and disability discrimination, hiring guidance on web accessibility in the ADA. Um, and that just honestly seems so confusing to, to, to this like a lot of information. And then it has topics like introduction to the ADA service animals and parking is a few different topics. Um, the history of the ADA saying it was signed into law on July 26, 1990, following many years of advocacy by the disability and civil rights community. And when you think about that, that wasn't that long ago. It was only roughly 20 years ago. Sounds like a long time, but it's not. And what I've noticed is it takes forever to get any kind of civil rights laws onto the books to protect people. And then once those laws are in the books, you frequently have states that want to ignore those laws every chance they get, or certain communities that want to ignore those laws every chance they get. You know, I read on the U.S. Department of Justice website last number of weeks that there's more than 30 civil rights laws at the federal level the U.S. Department of Justice is responsible for enforcing. And, you know, what I've seen directly in certain communities I lived in, specifically it, specifically North Carolina and rural North Carolina, is that there's a, a choice that's made to ignore these laws. And I see that choice being made, like, at a public school that I went to, um, the public state school, a university. I saw that choice being made, you know, I've seen it even in the Harnett County, North Carolina government, you know, um, and there's no accountability because discrimination's rampant in America and it's real. And there are, it, there are people that are hellbent on perpetuating discriminatory practices in the government, in public spaces. And what discrimination really does at its core is it marginalizes and disenfranchises and potentially ruins the life the lives of the people who are the targets of this discrimination, the people who they don't, whoever's in um, the powers to be basically don't want to count. Don't want to count. Don't want to be heard. Don't want to represent. Don't want to acknowledge. Don't want to allow to have the right to live in, in a, the equal manner as the other residents or citizens, okay? And that that is what I see it as, essentially. And it is so pervasive in America. You know, I've seen it in local communities. I've seen it in Veterans Health Administration, made countless videos about that. And um, America is not a country that cares a lot about civil rights is the conclusion that I've come to. You know, and that is... A shocking reality for me to face, but it is the truth as I see it and as I've lived it, as I continue to experience it. And it is going to take a tremendous amount of persistence and conviction and energy and even money probably to try and uphold, enforce, and create and strengthen civil rights laws in America. That's what I see. You know, civil rights in the violation of civil rights, because I see civil rights as being a lot of human rights, um, 
globally are a huge issue. You know, globally, people are having their human rights violated and don't have any civil rights laws even on the books in some places around the world, sadly. And, you know, there are so many barbaric practices that happen globally with regard to human rights violations. And, you know, it takes a lot of people, a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of conviction to uphold and create and strengthen um, civil rights laws, basically. That's what I see. Okay. So it talks more here about the Americans with Disabilities Act and basically the history of it and the intention of it and the purpose of it. And it says that the Americans with Disability Act was modeled after the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which prohibits discrimination on the base of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. The ADA is an equal opportunity law for people with disabilities. And so what I would say about that is, you know, kind of what I was saying before is the civil rights laws in America are not strong enough. They are not enforced well enough. They're not upheld well enough. And they're frequently just completely ignored by certain people, certain governmental agencies that choose to ignore them, that don't want to be bothered, that don't believe that all people should be treated with respect and dignity. All right, so here it goes on to talk about how to report a disability rights violation. And this is, you know, the U.S. Department of Justice website. And I've actually gone and done a video about the U.S. Department of Justice online form for reporting civil rights violations. And so this is more of, you know, that more of the same, basically, but the ADA version. So here it is. And I guarantee you it's going to take you to the same form. Okay, well, no, it basically talks about how to file a complaint. Um, and there's also a lot of other things too, where they talked about in the law where basically people could file lawsuits about having their, you know, ADA rights violated, you know, against, let's say a governmental entity or, you know, on and on. And this also goes into more information. It says where and how to file your complaint. And these are different types of complaints too. Like this one says employment, equal employment opportunity commission. Well, I have nothing good to say about the EOC. I litigated in the EOC on my own behalf as a pro se litigant. I actually detailed that on my LinkedIn profile just recently as the anti-resume resume. And, you know, I found that the EOC is very politicized, not dedicated to upholding civil rights or even their own internal rules. They're supposed to protect people. Um, I was pretty horrified at what I saw when I was over there. So I have no regard for this agency. Um, I think that the money and the resources would be better off being spent deconstructing it, <laughs> releasing all people that work there and starting from scratch. That's what I think of the EOC. The Department of Transportation, I don't know anything about them. And, th- and this is about air travel. And thank God, I, I don't even like to fly on planes at all anymore. I mean, before 2020 COVID, I thought it was bad enough. And it's just gotten worse since then. Housing, so um, so the Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, I do know a little bit about that agency, but don't have that much experience or knowledge about them. 
Anyways, and it says complaints involving anything else, Department of Justice, Civil Rights Division. But the problem with this is ultimately, you know, the Civil Rights Division of the U.S. Department of Justice is horrendously under-resourced. They, I can't even imagine how many complaints they must get per month, even in America, about civil rights violations. And there's no way they can pursue all of them. And so people, and then like I said earlier, with the lack of lawyers in America interested in pursuing civil rights case cases, it leaves people in this terrible bind of how do you, how does a person in America even uphold their civil rights? You know what I mean? How does how does that even happen? And in my direct experience, a lot of times it just doesn't happen. You know, you're just treated like less than, and you have to find a way to pick up the pieces. You know, it's been my experience. And my experience, you know, that I'm having right now in Harnett County, North Carolina, is one where I can't wait to leave. You know, I'm in a very hostile um, county. You know, the government is very hostile towards me is how I see it. Um, I'm not welcome here. That has been made very clear in the greater, larger county. You know, specifically with the government. I have no representation here. And, you know, if you're someone that is an underrepresented person in a community like I am in this community, I have no representation, you're basically left with um, having a lower quality of life or leaving. And so for now, you know, I'm dealing with the lower quality of life situation and I, I want to leave as soon as possible. But unfortunately, you know, that's not possible right this second. I can't leave. Um, but I definitely plan to, and I am making plans to go somewhere where I will be more welcome and where I'm not going to be living in a hostile, um, situation where I don't even feel safe. And there's a lot of different types of safety when I say that, but I mean, I think the question is how safe is a person when they are not represented in their government at all, when their interests are not being looked after or protected? You know, when they cannot seem to <laughs> uphold their own rights under their law. You know what I mean? You know, how safe is a person at that point? You know, when you don't even feel comfortable, you know, leaving your home in some cases because of, you know, the, the, what's going on out there. You know, or you have politicians running on platforms opposing diversity education, you know, and a lack of inclusion in the community at large. And in rural, rural North Carolina as a whole, there's a lot of that that's been going on for many years. And I got a little break from it. And now I'm back, unfortunately. So um, this is the form. I've covered this in a different video before. It's the same form. You can see it in my other video. I'll probably try to like link it or do something. And all of these links... And in fact, I will go ahead and include this one. All of these links are included in the description below if you're on a platform where you can see the description. So I wish you all the best. Um, and I hope you have a great day. All right. Check out HelloVanessaMedia.com. Check out store.HelloVanessaMedia.com. Subscribe on Rumble, YouTube, follow on podcasting platforms, and LinkedIn.